0: Hi, welcome to Your Funeral Coach Podcast. I'm Lisa Bowie, your host, and I am your funeral coach. We're here today to talk a little bit about self-confidence. I know this is a real serious issue for some people in our profession. In funeral service, these young generations coming in, mostly millennials and Gen Zers, are lacking in their ability to feel good about themselves. And if you're one of them and you're listening today, I have a few tips and ideas for you. If you're an employer, I really encourage you to give more development and praise and appreciation to these young people that are coming into our profession. They need your guidance, they need your care, and they need your leadership to help them develop even further. One of the things we do here at Your Funeral Coach is for over four decades, I've been in the death care profession, and we teach what we learn. My mission is to shape the industry's future leaders and to guide businesses through pivotal business transitions, as well as elevate this next generation that are coming into our profession. So let's talk a little bit about self-confidence today. One of my favorite workbooks that I recommend to many of my clients is the self-confidence workbook. I'm finding that more and more have been challenged with their own sense of self, their own ability to feel good about themselves their own ability to use positive self-talk. It's not easy to pat ourselves on the back, but I want to encourage all of you to do more of that. What do you say to yourself and where does that come from? How do we change our inner dialogue and be kinder and gentler to ourselves? Well, one of the things I recommend is that we practice. Do you have a little journal that you use? Do you have a place where you write down each and every day what you're grateful for how about putting something in that journal about being proud of yourself what did i do today that made me proud of myself it's hard because sometimes especially for women in funeral service we don't like to brag about our accomplishments and that's very normal because we're humble we we're caregivers and we don't want to come off wrong when we're talking to people or talking to others like, hey, I did a great job today, and I want to tell you about that. What I'd like you to do is write it down in your journal. And if you're not a journaler, I highly encourage you to be a journaler. Uh, we have some wonderful journals here at Your Funeral Coach. And if you'd like to have one, just ping me at lisa@yourfuneralcoach.com, at and we'll get you started on a path to journaling more. Because being proud of yourself being grateful for the things that are in your life and having a positive outlook on things is really super important as you go through your life. You know, I heard a story once about a lady who, whose family, every day at the end of the day, made them share at dinner the bad things that happened, the failures that they had. And I thought that was a very interesting thing. Now, for some of us, that might seem like a Debbie Downer. Gosh, how can I do that every day? That would be so negative. But the parents taught them how to overcome some of their mistakes and their failures by recognizing that they were just things that happen in our life. And then they started talking at the dinner table more positively about what you can do to overcome them and lessons that you learn from them. I think it's super important to have these conversations with ourselves, as well as with our family members and sometimes our coworkers if we feel comfortable. You know, there's these things called ants that one of my collaborative network partners, Kristen Ernst, taught me. She's an LPC and she works in the area of counseling. Let me tell you a little bit about ants. Um, It sounds very kind of odd to have this word, but automatic negative thoughts, they just show up and they just pop into our heads sometimes. I know as a young professional, I had so many self-doubts about my abilities to accomplish anything. And I was very black and white in my thinking. So the A and ants starts with automatic all or nothing. And what about the bad things that could happen in the future? Do you start thinking about, oh gosh, this may happen or this may happen. And then you start to get even more down on yourself. What about making a bigger deal out of something than it actually is? Or downplaying your own talents and successes? You know, Get that journal out and write down some things you're good at. Be proud of yourself and what you've accomplished so far in life. And employers, be sure that you are complimenting every single day and showing appreciation for these new learners and the things that they're accomplishing. You know, I know we all make mistakes, but it's not okay to constantly be criticizing someone and nitpicking on the little things. You know, you get more more bees with honey, as they say. But you also praise people on a regular basis sincerely, and you will see them rise to the top. Believe everything is about you. Is that true? Then you personalize all your negativity. It's not always about you. Sometimes circumstances just happen, and things just happen. So if they do, journal them down and just say, what can we do? What could I do to overcome some of these challenges? Are ants present in the workplace? Well, yeah, they can be. I'm not perfect. Our sense of perfectionism. I failed. There's so much that could go wrong today. I was late today. I'm probably going to be fired. I know I didn't do this task well, and anyone could do it. My boss hates me because they look at me in a weird way. Those are ants that we need to really get rid of. So how do we change some of them? Well, I do recommend and so does Kristen, my my network partner, change our ants and go on a path to healing. You know, therapy is really good, and if you struggle in these areas of negativity, she really encourages you to seek out therapists. Get a TikTok education. I think that's kind of interesting. Um Many of you are on TikTok right now or Instagram, but go out there and see things that are happening where people are having successes and and experience those yourselves to lift you up. What about some mindfulness practices? But what about getting quiet? What about just a little meditation or some yoga? How about other trusted women where you can talk to them about anything? That's what we do here at Your Funeral Coach. We help you think about everything going on in your life, and and we're a place where you can go to listen and help work on solutions and set goals. What about nourishing your body? Do we get outside? Are we going out into the sunlight? I love personally to get out and just put my face up into the air and look at a sunny day. But what do we do on the days when it's raining and it's kind of cloudy and it's gloomy? Well, we have to get do something, right? So maybe we just take that lamp and get a little extra sun going on in our face. But something about just being outside, no matter what the day is like, and taking big breaths can help us on those days where we're just not feeling ourselves. What about saying no to people pleasing? I was so guilty at this. It was so hard for me to say no when people asked me to join this club and to come out and volunteer for this. And at the same time, I was a single mom raising children and trying to run a funeral business it just got to be too much. And learning to say no to do a better job at self-care is so vitally important as we are in the funeral service profession. What about setting these boundaries, you know, And, and limiting sometimes our social media presence? Now, if you're Listening to our podcast, that's not really social media. That's just listening. If you're on YouTube and you're joining us there, well, you might be looking a little social media, but maybe this is helpful for you to see me and see those of my guests that come on our YouTube channel and listen to some of their advice about how to better care for yourself. And picture maybe a little stop sign or have a little stop sign where you just put your your stop sign up and say, nope, I can't take it anymore. I need to slow down. So think about two. Are there some messages and some old tapes that come into your head from the past that maybe you had some failures and you noticed that when you were younger, um, the message to yourself was not great? How do you change those tapes? Well, sometimes you have to talk to someone about them. And practicing mindfulness. You know, Susan Levin says, think about a practice of meditation as zoning in, as opposed to spacing out. We can all space out some days, can't we? And I would encourage you to think about your own self confidence. And if you're an employer, Think about how you can build self-confidence in the workplace with those who are new developers, maybe those who are having a bad day. What can you do to help them even more? Now, we know that in the workplace today, according to Gallup, there's an 80% disengagement rate going on. That's not a great thing right now in 2023, and we want to have more employee engagement. And it's really imperative that we work harder in these areas as employers and as managers, and as funeral directors and death care professionals to help our employees be more engaged and feel better about themselves. And when they do, they'll feel better about the work that they're doing. I have 10 wonderful tips that we give out to those who want to improve their self-confidence. And this tip sheet is available. Just email me and I'll send it off to you. But these are things about embracing being authentic and having genuine confidence, shifting to growth, celebrating your achievements. How often do you write down things when you do things well? and say, I'm really proud of myself. I did this well today. For me, as a young funeral director, we were on the typewriters and just accomplishing and typing up a death certificate without making a mistake. I know that sounds kind of silly today in the world of automation and computers, but we couldn't use whiteout. And if you made one mistake on a death certificate, guess what you would have to do? You'd have to type the whole thing over again. I was so frustrated. I would spend hours and hours at the funeral home retyping and retyping until my skills improved and sometimes I was just hitting the finger and pecking around. I got so down on myself because I just couldn't get that death certificate right. And eventually when I did, I celebrated that success and felt a sigh of relief as well. What about monitoring that inner dialogue? Do you have anything that shows up where you, you all of a sudden it's like an old tape and those thoughts are negative? Well, you have to learn to shift into positive self-talk and be proud of yourself and pat yourself on the back. These are hard things to do. They're not easy. There's times even now where I doubt myself, like getting ready for a podcast and can't find my notes. And I'm sitting back going, oh my gosh, how can I absolutely have this individual podcast without having my notes in front of me? Well, sometimes you just have to practice a little bit more. Sometimes you just need to slow down in life and think about, I I really can do this. What about counteracting your self-doubts? How about affirming your own worth? Do you do that on a regular basis? I am good enough. I am worthy enough. What about being your own advocate for yourself? How often do you stand up and say, you know what, I can do this job. I know I haven't done it very many times, but I believe I can bring something good to the table for your firm. Advocating for yourself is so very, very important. How about assertive communication? Do you feel that you can step up and have these conversations with those that you work with? What about those that you actually work for? What if you disagree with them? Do you feel comfortable having those conversations? If not, I encourage you to think about how those conversations can come out in a positive way. And also, what about establishing boundaries to set and maintain clear and personal versus professional limits? And then the biggest thing for all of us is positive self-care. It's extremely important that we care for ourselves in very special ways. If we don't, we don't have enough energy to be there for those that we serve, for families going through difficult times. I think it's very important to prioritize our self-care. And in that area, there's a couple of different books that Kristen and I recommend for you. I think it's so important to have self-compassion. And self-compassion, the proven power of being kind to yourself by Kristen Neff, Dr. Kristen Neff, is something that Kristen Ernst and I really recommend you think about, as well as the Self-Confidence Workbook and Mindful Self-Compassion Workbook. This is a proven way to accept yourself and build up an inner strength and thrive. And Dr. Kristen Neff also wrote this with Dr. Christopher Germer. So think about some of these things as you go forward. It's okay to feel not okay sometimes but not doing anything about it, that is not okay. You can do this. You can self-care better. We all can. So let's think about that as we go forward in our lives today. And as you're listening to this, what can I do to change? Maybe I pick up a journal and I start writing my goals about self-care. I start writing my goals about being more confident in myself. And I sit down and I start writing at least one goal about how I'm going to advocate for myself, and one thing every day about what I did that I'm proud of. This is Lisa Bowie, your funeral coach. I'm here to support you. I believe in mentoring and coaching to help you improve as a professional in the death care industry, as well as help build your business culture in a positive way. I am committed to all of you to challenge you to change, empower you to grow and inspire you to greatness. I hope you have a wonderful day and thanks for listening in.